Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. Of course, everybody knows I love coffee, but my second favorite is chocolate. I love chocolate. Dark chocolate is my favorite, which makes sense because I like a dark roast coffee. And so for me, the two really go well together. In fact, I did an episode about coffee and chocolate, you know, all the different combinations of foods and products. And sometimes just having a sip of hot coffee and a piece of chocolate is my idea of heaven. I also like chocolate because of all its benefits, you know, so coffee has a lot of health benefits such as antioxidants. Chocolate also has some of the same benefits. And of course, they recommend that if you are going to have chocolate, that the higher percentage of cacao is recommended. Now, I think you can go as high as 90%, which for me, I think it's just a little too dark, too pure. I like to keep it around 75%. So for me, it's a special indulgence, you know, like I break off a, a little piece in the morning and have it with my coffee and it's perfect. But when you think about the healthy benefits of chocolate, I never ever imagined that it would contain mushrooms. Now I've heard of mushrooms in coffee, but never in chocolate. My guest today is someone who is going to talk about the importance of why they included mushrooms in their chocolate and why it's important that we should also love that chocolate. Her name is Shelby Olson. She is the co-owner of Beauty Bark with her partner, Evgeny Gottfried. Please help me welcome Shelby. Hey, Shelby. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really excited for our conversation. Me too. I'm so excited to have you on and, and learn more about, first of all, how you got started and tell us a little bit more about the chocolate. So let's just dive right in. What made you decide to create your own brand of chocolate? Kind of goes back a little bit further. Mostly during the COVID time, I developed a bit of an interest in herbal medicine and functional mushrooms and did a lot of research and bought a bunch of books, educated myself on the benefits and how to use them, and was just really fascinated by it. Um, and I'm somebody who really loves to create. So I'm, whenever I have spare time, I'm in the kitchen cooking new recipes or baking, um, coming up with my own 
ideas. That's my, my creative outlet is usually through food. So I had been looking at new ways to incorporate some of these different herbs and different mushrooms uh, into our diet. So for a few years now, once we actually started learning about the functional mushrooms, we had been purchasing products from companies that already were doing that. So um, Four Sigmatic is one that is probably one of the better known companies that came out first with their mushroom coffee, and they've developed a different line of products since. And we really just noticed a huge difference in our overall day-to-day well-being after starting to consume these products and consuming them for a number of weeks. So we had uh, the mushroom coffee in the morning. We had different latte mixes throughout the day that had a variety of other herbs and, and mushrooms in it. And being someone who likes to create, I decided to try to make my own different types of products using some of these mushrooms. So um, one of them was a chocolate because I am a huge, huge chocolate lover. And unfortunately, most of the chocolate that is accessible through most grocery stores, um, I was having an adverse reaction to. So I was eating it and getting some stomach issues, often breakouts too, just with the high sugar content. Um, it's pretty heavily processed too, the, the ingredients that are in most chocolate bars. So decided to try making my own at home. So I was just experimenting in the kitchen one day and came up with a recipe uh, using some of the mushrooms that we had, and it actually turned out quite good. So that was the starting point for Beauty Bark and was just making it for ourselves for a number of months, actually potentially years, uh, sharing it with friends and family and and getting really positive feedback. So decided to try to see if this is something that others would enjoy and benefit from. And uh, just this past year, started selling it commercially. It's very interesting to hear how you started, first of all, like with the mushrooms in your coffee, because I know that a friend of mine, Sherry, she started uh, using lion's mane in her coffee. And she was talking about not necessarily all the health benefits, but she was talking about the energy that she was getting from drinking the coffee with the lion's mane. And so I know with your chocolate, you use two different kinds of uh, mushroom extracts. So you've got uh, chaga and tremella. So what made you decide to choose those two types of mushrooms? Well, the functions for those specific mushrooms are in line with what I was hoping to achieve. So um, tremella is actually known as the beauty mushroom, as its nickname, for the benefits that it has in supposedly counteracting the aging process. Uh, So it is very rich in antioxidants, which help uh, with the free radicals in the body. That's something most people are aware of is the the benefits of antioxidants, but um, it also stimulates the the production of something called superoxide dismutase. Probably pronounced that wrong. Um, I've mostly only read about these things. So um, that's an enzyme that helps break down the oxygen, the sorry, damaging oxygen in the cells, which helps protect and regenerate cells and uh, has some anti-inflammatory benefits as well. Um, Tremella also has some of the highest amounts of vitamin D than any other natural known food source. So it's a very, very powerful mushroom and I wanted to have those benefits in the chocolate. And then chaga is another one um, that's known for its digestive support and immune support. 
So chaga has been used for a number of centuries and in folk medicine, um, there's some written history of it being used to treat cancer and different GI issues, but more recently has become popular in Western cultures, using it for similar benefits, but it also has skin benefits and we'll call them beauty benefits because it is with the skin. So it's very rich in uh, melanin, which helps also protect the skin from sun, wind, oxidative damage, and variety of other things. So both of them have skin supporting benefits, which what I mentioned in the beginning there was an issue that I was having with the chocolate that I was consuming, typically around a certain cycle. Um, And then uh, the GI issues as well. So I've struggled with that for a number of years. And I found introducing a variety of mushrooms. So of course, chaga being one of them has really helped reset my digestive system. And I can confidently say that it's in a much, much better place than it was a number of years ago, just day to day, not experiencing the same issues of bloating and pain that I that I had before. So that's why we included those two mushrooms in the chocolate. And you'd asked before also about the name of Beauty Bark. And so, as I mentioned, Tremella is nicknamed the Beauty Mushroom. And that really is the the inspiration behind the name. I love that. I love hearing about not only the benefits, which of course I, I knew nothing about, and it makes sense that you would want to include that in your chocolate and, and not just the one, but, but the two work, you know, very well together. Now, what's interesting about chaga and uh, I mentioned lion's mane that my, my friend was uh, putting in her coffee. I'm such a coffee purist. Just give me plain coffee with a little bit of cream. I don't want mushrooms. I don't want orange juice. I don't want whatever crazy concoctions that people are coming up with. And I just, I I see it on Instagram and Facebook and I'm just like, why? Like, why are you doing this? It makes no sense. And so I would never have thought of adding mushrooms to my coffee, but now with chocolate, I'm not as a stickler for pure chocolate because, you know, I, I like a Kit Kat every now and then. But when I want to really enjoy my chocolate. That's when I go for the best chocolate, the the purest quality, the one that I want to, you know, kind of nibble on versus with a Kit Kat, you're just going to gobble it up. Well, at least I do. <laughs> so anyway, when I saw you at the Manitoba Food Fest recently, and I bought a bag of your orange beauty bark, and I've been eating a little piece every day since then. And I absolutely enjoy the texture because it's a little different than, like I was saying about the 75% cacao chocolate bar, the texture is different. And I guess it's because of the, the mushroom extract in there, but also you use organic products whenever possible. So tell us why using organic is the better way to go for your particular type of chocolate. I think in general, that's that's typically the better way to go if you can eliminate some of those chemicals and pesticides that are typically used in other food production now. As much as possible, limiting it is just going to be better for your health in the long term. But for our product, it it really makes sense to try to stick to organic as much as possible because typically the people who enjoy this type of product or are looking for something that is not only for enjoyment, but also for the health benefits. 
it's typically people who are also already shopping more exclusively organic or looking for gluten-free options, dairy-free options, and having that more, I don't want to say restrictive diet, but be more conscious about the types of things that they're putting in their body. So it just makes sense that this product still fits within all of those different dietary preferences and restrictions so that more people can actually enjoy it that are trying to eliminate certain things from their diet. So what I'm hearing you say is that, of course, organic is the best way to go and given all the reasons that you've just mentioned. But when you talk about how it's made such a positive effect on your own digestive system, I guess everybody's a little different because when it comes to the benefits, everybody has different issues, let's say, going on that not all chocolate is going to be able to help them. And so it gets back to, I guess, moderation, you know, everything in moderation. So instead of eating a whole bag of it, it's best to have like a little piece maybe every day and just see how you feel and see if you, if, it, if you've noticed a difference in how you're feeling. And I agree with you that, you know, some of the chocolate is high in sugar, high in cocoa butter, right? So there you've got that fat content. And so sugar and fat together is not a good combination for most of us, you know, especially as we get older, our digestive systems can take a little bit of a beating. And so it's being really careful about what we're consuming. And so when we can consume something healthy, such as your beauty bark, then it's an indulgence that we can continue doing versus feeling guilty that, oh, you know, I shouldn't have this chocolate today. But no, yeah, actually you can. Exactly. Yeah. And there have been some interesting benefits and realizations that I've had actually interacting with people at markets who do have certain diets that they need to follow. So something I didn't actually really consider when I was initially creating Beauty Bark, because it's not something that I had to consider for myself, is um, diabetic. So what can be consumed? Obviously, you can't have too high of sugar content when you are diabetic because you don't have the ability to process it the same way. But I've had the opportunity to interact with a lot of people who are diabetic and they're ecstatic that they can actually enjoy a product like Beauty Bark because of its low sugar content. So there's only uh, about four grams of sugar per 20 gram serving, which is a quarter of the bag. So if you've, if you've seen the bag before, it's a pretty large amount. Most people wouldn't even eat that full 20 gram serving um, in one go. And it has maple syrup as well as the sweetener. So it's not a refined sugar. It's a sweetener that has a lower glycemic index. So it doesn't spike blood sugar the same way that refined or white sugar would. So it's it's cool that uh, this product that I've made for sp specific benefits for myself is actually, it's able to get enjoyed by people with other dietary restrictions or uh, considerations or preferences just naturally, because that's the direction that we've gone in with it. And I agree. So not just diabetics, but also people that are following more of a keto diet, where they're trying to keep the carbs down to a minimum. I mean, the fat is something that they can, but it's it's the carbs that normally come from the sugar. And then also too, that people that are vegan, perhaps, and vegetarian, they would be able to consume this chocolate, wouldn't they? Yes, yes. It's dairy-free and uh, gluten-friendly as well. Um, one of our chocolates has puffed quinoa for a crunch in it. So 
Uh, quinoa itself is gluten friendly, but all of the other products too don't contain anything that has that gluten. Um, but we have to say gluten friendly. It is made in a a commercial kitchen that's shared with other businesses, so can't guarantee that there hasn't been any exposure to other items that are being cooked in there. But the product itself um, doesn't contain dairy or gluten. Well, that's good to know. Now, when it comes to nuts, I think a couple of your products actually have nuts. Even your products that don't have nuts, of course, you're in a commercial kitchen where other products are are made. And I don't know how someone with a gluten allergy would be affected by products that are produced in a commercial kitchen versus someone who has a nut allergy. I think with a nut allergy, it might be a little bit more intense. Right. And I think that depends on the severity of the allergy itself. Some might be a little bit closer to an intolerance where if you ingest it, you're going to have an issue. But for some people, um, just simple exposure, being in the same space as those products can have an impact. So we always educate people that there are those risks of exposure and they should know whether or not they can have it based on the severity of their allergy. But at some point we would like to hopefully move into our own space if we can get to that stage and be a little bit more restrictive of the other items that are coming in so that we can accommodate the people with the more severe allergies. I love that idea. And it's always a good idea to to think ahead and, and start thinking, okay, where else, how far am I going to go with this? Or where else am I going to go? And, you know, having that plan in the future, kind of in the back pocket and the thinking that one day you have that dream of having, as you say, your own commercial kitchen, which I think is amazing. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. In my intro, I mentioned that you are the marketing and product development aspect of Beauty Bark. Now, you currently work as a marketing strategist. Now, have you always been in marketing? I have. So my marketing career started actually in high school. I had taken a marketing class, I think it was in grade 11, where we had to work with a small business in the city and help them get their social me- social media presence up and running. Um, so I did that with a business actually out of the Forks and found it to be a really great experience. I loved working with the the owners and helping them uh, create more of an online presence. And gears kind of got it started turning and uh, thought, hey, maybe I could actually do this full time or do it for for work. So I started up my own little social media marketing agency. Um, around grade 11 and uh, ended up getting a number of clients in the city and working in a few different industries. I had spa, um, a innovation government company, uh, some restaurants, and it was a great experience. So that's really what kicked off my marketing career and then uh, worked at a number of agencies in the city and um, for some, a tech company. But more recently, so 
about about four years ago now, I was working at a tech company in the city and I actually tried out a different role for the first time. So I, I was a product manager for one of the software apps. Um, so that's the only time I've strayed from marketing, but I am back in a marketing role now, currently working in one as an automated marketing strategist. And it makes sense that you have that marketing background because, well, not just marketing, but also the product development part of it. So it's it's a little bit of the creative part of it, but it's also science. And to me, science is also an aspect of having more creativity or being curious, you know, we're curious humans. And so it's always looking for the next best thing, or what if we did that? Or what if we did this? And so I can see that joy in wanting to create something for yourself, which of course resulted in Beauty Bark. Now, my background is also in marketing. I, I was in Crecom and then I went to University of Winnipeg Pace and worked in a number of marketing jobs. I mean, if I told you all the different jobs I worked in, we would probably need a lot more time. But <laughs> back in the day, it was nothing to jump from one marketing job to another because you were always looking for the next best product or the next next best company. And so it gave you that that really good experience, you know, and, and a plethora of different ways of looking at marketing. And so listening to you talk about your journey through the marketing aspect, and then being able to apply everything that you've learned to your own company is, I'm not surprised that you're doing as well as you are, because it's innovative. It's again, who would have thought putting mushroom extract into chocolate. I mean, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, It's been an iterative process. And for both myself and my partner, we've both been fairly entrepreneurial, both run our own businesses in the past, and we were both itching to do it again. So this was the great opportunity that we were waiting for and decided to give it a go with Beauty Bark. And it's been uh, a cool process just to work on it together and bounce ideas off of one another and continue to improve processes, whether it's how we make the chocolate, how we package it, what our booth setup looks like. Um, it's been a, a really fun process and it's been nice to flex that innovation muscle again and get our hands dirty right at the ground level. Mm-hmm. Dirty and chocolate, which is the best way of yes. doing it. <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> So what is Evgeny's role in the uh, company? Everything right now, really. So as the two sole people working on Beauty Bark, we really have to wear multiple hats. But um, I'd say he takes the lead in operations. So considering all of the business sides, whether that's actually getting us registered, uh, setting up the accounting aspects, um, all of those different operational pieces that maybe don't always think of. I'm I'm more of the focusing on the product and, and getting it out there. And he's making sure that we're organized and keeping everything above board. Um, and then sales as well. He's always at the different markets with me, uh, communicating with the customers, um, explaining the product itself and um, helping also with the, the cooking. We do all of the production together. So we take turns with our mixing and uh, packaging and everything. It's really a shared effort. I love it. it. It's It sounds like a really good partnership and you've got the yin and the yang sort of you're complementing each other, which is really great. Definitely. 
Now, I know that you've been currently selling at markets, and I believe you had your last market on Sunday because, of course, now it's fall and, you know, the weather's getting a little bit cooler. But what are your plans in terms of expanding your product? We had really started in, I guess, May of this past year was our our first market. So um, this year, we really just wanted to focus on validation, seeing how people responded to this product, because it's definitely new. As you mentioned before, putting mushrooms in chocolate is not something that many people would have thought of or have heard about. So now that we've had a chance to actually put the product out there, get some feedback, uh, talk to people who have tried it and and see what other kind of things that they'd like to see. Um, we're planning to take a few weeks or months in the fall winter season to kind of go back to the drawing board and look at what else we could be doing, whether that's new flavors that we could introduce based on the feedback of which ones are are preferred to others. Um, people like it more sweet, less sweet, and so on. And then potentially even looking into other product lines. So how else can we get these functional mushrooms and herbs into people's diets in a way that's enjoyable, where they don't have to compromise taste with the benefits uh, that the different herbs and mushrooms provide? So um, that's something I'm really looking forward to is getting back to the creative side of things and trying out new recipes and innovating in that area. The summer has been great. It's been very busy, very packed with markets. And um, because of Genny and I both work full time, it's felt constant. Like we're in office nine to five, Monday to Friday, in the kitchen in the evenings, either cooking the chocolate or packaging it and then markets on the weekend. So it's been go, go, go. Not much of a chance to actually slow down and take a step back, get creative again. So that's the plan for the next couple of months is to take a look at what we've done, where we need to go. And then um, we are planning to come back for a few more markets, um, probably in November, December, likely at St. Norbert. That's That's been a great spot for us for the past few months. So we will still be around. But um, if anyone did want to get Beauty Bark in the time that we won't be at markets, uh, our website is always open for that. So uh, beautybark.ca, you can place an order for Winnipeg delivery and pick up too. That sounds amazing. And you know what? I'm already thinking of all the different products that you could create. So, you know, not just, you know, like hot cocoa, chocolate rubs for different proteins. The sky's the limit in terms really of what is. you can produce. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But those are great ideas. And you mentioned about trying different flavors. Have people been commenting saying, oh, I'd love to see a a dried blueberry in your chocolate or I'd love to see whatever their suggestion is. Are you looking at taking feedback from your customers or people in general? Oh, absolutely. Those conversations have been so valuable to us and we always take note of what people are saying because we want to continue to improve and make a product that everyone can love and enjoy. So far, I'd say the, the biggest point of feedback has been in the percentage of cacao that we use. So we did start with all darker chocolates. Um, so something that I want to look at doing in the near future is introducing a more of a milk chocolate flavor um, while still keeping it vegan. So looking at some of those milk alternatives that we can use and playing with how it affects the texture and the taste but I'd say that's that's something that's on the horizon for the near future. 
And I would imagine that there's there's probably a great deal of experimentation that needs to go into that to make sure, as you say, not just the right texture, but also that it tastes good and that it holds up well. Because I'm thinking in terms of, say, oat milk versus almond milk, both very different. Oat would have more more carbs, I would think, and then the nuts, of course, more protein. But it would be fun, first of all, to try and and see how it works. But yeah, it's exciting in terms of all the different products and flavors and combinations that you can create. But I guess it just depends, like, you know, you're both working full time and this is a, a passion project of yours. And it's no different than some of the coffee roasters that I know in the city that, you know, the two of them work full time and then they they do the markets and the coffee in the evening and not weekends. But again, it's, you love your job, but there's always that feeling that, there's something missing and you never quite know what it is until you start thinking about all the different possibilities. And it's like one day it's like, you know what? I want to create a better chocolate. I want to create a different coffee, you know? And I love that there are so many entrepreneurs out there who are willing to go the extra mile, who are willing to put themselves out there because it's not easy. As you say, you're working full time, nine to five plus your chocolate business, plus looking after the house, plus, plus, plus. And where do you get time for yourself in the midst of all that? It's been limited. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this summer, there hasn't been a ton of time for that. But now that things are slowing down, it's something that we're going to try reprioritizing again. We actually have a little trip planned in October, we're going to get, go away for a hiking trip for a couple of days. But that's something that we have to work on as we continue to progress, finding that balance because can't be all in all the time. You're going to burn out pretty quickly. And the only way to sustainably build something is to make the time and find those pockets to, to rest and recharge. So I can't say I found the, the perfect balance quite yet, but it is actively being worked on. And it's good that you're doing that because it is important to find those moments for yourself, you know, capturing those moments whenever you can, because sometimes we think that, oh, well, I need a spa day, but it's not all or nothing. It's where can you find those pockets of time? You know, for me, it's, can I go for a walk for 30 minutes? You know, can I listen to some music while I'm drinking my coffee? And sometimes that's all I need just to take a break. Or just to get up from your computer and just go for a walk for five minutes, come back and you feel recharged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, it doesn't have to be a full day affair all the time. It's just taking opportunities when, when you can to step away, be with yourself, be with your thoughts and spend that time reflecting. What does your family think of your chocolate business? Have they been very supportive or are they kind of skeptical about the mushroom thing like I was? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say maybe a little skeptical at first, just it's quite a new novel product. And I think that's probably a statement we could apply to the general public. What's been great, though, is is interacting with those people who are already familiar with mushrooms and herbal medicine that seed and they're like, yes, I get it. Like right away, it doesn't need any explanation. But um, in terms of my family, I'd say, yeah, skeptical at first, but once I had the opportunity to explain and educate um, some of the findings and the research that I've come across myself, there's definitely been a shift and they've, they've been very supportive. We actually had a big order that we had to ship out um, about one or two weeks ago. And 
my mom and sister were both helping with labeling the bags. They came into the kitchen one day too to help with the cook because there's just so much to do in such a short amount of time. And that's been so great just to have that support and extra help and hands on deck. It really does help to have the support of family and friends that are cheering for you and helping you to work towards increasing your business and increasing your visibility, you know, letting more people know about your product, because I think you're doing a great job on social media and and being at markets, but you're not right now yet capturing everyone who could be aware of your product. And so I hope that you've got some plans in terms of how we are going to really start getting that message out about why people should use your product, eat your product, buy your product, and not just for the great taste because it is delicious, but also for all the health benefits that you had mentioned. And at the beginning, when you were talking about eating chocolate, that it was affecting that time of the month, I'm thinking that for women who are in menopause that are dealing with a lot of different symptoms, you know, hot flashes and, you know, all the rest of it, the benefits of eating your chocolate, I think, and I don't know if anybody's ever done any studies on that, but I would think that having something so healthy and so full of all the different herbs and medicine and antioxidants that might help someone who's dealing with certain menopausal issues that would help to, first of all, allow them to eat chocolate because we all have cravings around that time, right? (laughs) (laughs) but also to feel better about ourselves and also enjoy having that chocolate. Definitely. Can't speak to exactly how it might affect someone, but I can tell you that it wouldn't wouldn't hurt to have that enjoyment and not have to sacrifice something that makes you happy. So in terms of what's next for you, I know we talked about, you know, incorporating different flavors, perhaps looking at different products. Have you thought about perhaps how you might want to expand your business? As mentioned before, this year was focused a lot on markets and that face-to-face interaction so that we could get that immediate feedback and validate whether or not this is something that we could or should pursue. But we do have a website. We haven't put a ton of focus and and effort into it, but that's something that I think we're going to be looking at more in the coming years, how we can improve the online experience more and uh, naturally be able to reach a broader audience that way. So that'll definitely be something for 2024 that will be in the plans to put some more effort and time into. And we do plan to still continue with markets. They've been great. And we just love that FaceTime with customers, being able to interact and and learn about what they love, what they need. So both of those will still be focuses for the upcoming year. And uh, from there, we'll have to see. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you have a lot to think about and possibly some exciting news in 2024 in terms of where you're going to take Beauty Bark. Definitely. So we'll be sure to keep everyone up to date on social media with our progress and what we're thinking about and planning. And uh, it's a good, good place to stay in the loop. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Shelby, for being on and sharing more information about the health benefits of the Beauty Bark chocolate, the benefits of of both the chaga and the tremella mushrooms, and the fact that your product is basically good for anyone. And it doesn't matter what dietary issues or tastes or preferences, it's the perfect bite of chocolate. 
That's a great tagline. We might have to use that one. <laughs> but, uh, thank you so much for having me on today, Jenny. It was a pleasure chatting with you and I really appreciate the opportunity. Of course. And it was my pleasure. Thanks, Shelby. Thank you. So until next time, what kind of chocolate do you like? The pure dark chocolate? Are you more of a Kit Kat or a Snickers lover? Or would you be willing to try a chocolate that has mushroom extract? that is full of antioxidants and lots of benefits, and it's also delicious. So if you're willing to try it, I recommend reaching out to Beauty Bark. So beautybark.ca and order some chocolate or check out their social media and find out what markets they're at so you can pick up a bag for yourself. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a Cash Kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.